Friends, we turn to Yisker today on a day which coincides with uh, another a holiday of American memorial as well. And there's an interesting connection between Memorial Day in this country and what Yisker is. Uh, memorial Day is actually one of the only American holidays that grew out of a grassroots observance and wasn't put top down by the government. It started <clears throat> in the aftermath of the American Civil War, which was traumatic beyond traumatic for this entire country in that death had never been so close and so near. To this day, more Americans lost their lives in that war than in all of the rest, and every single American knew someone knew someone who had died, had someone in their lives. Death was so a part of the fabric of our world in that moment that people reached out to try to create different ways of dealing with all of that death. And so what happened across the country were what was called uh, decoration days. And this was different communities would come together on those days and they would care for the graves of the deceased. And that's how this began, as a sort of grave caretaker day that was celebrated all across the country on different days at different times. And it sort of became one day, and then at one point the federal government decided to put it all onto one day, Memorial Day, today. And Yisker actually in many ways grew up the same way. Yisker, unlike many of our other prayers at our other liturgical moments, we don't really know where it came from. It's not mandated from the top down it, that you have to do it a certain way at a certain time. It was in fact something that we, we see originally in, um, Chazan can correct me, but I'm pretty sure that we do have a Yisker in the Seder of Rabbi Amram Gaon 930 CE, but it's not, a t am I right? Pretend like I'm right, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> but it's not attached in the same way to um, multiple holidays into the Chagim, and it starts out just on Yom Kippur, and Yisker really starts to become something that is widespread after, unfortunately, our people suffered many, many massacres in the Middle Ages, and much like the Americans after the Civil War, needed to find a place to go with their bereavement and their grief, and so Yisker is created. A Memorial Day, as a way of honoring those who've fallen, honors in many ways the physical remains, right? With a decor decoration day of how we honor them by caring for their graves. And I think many of us probably do this in, to ourselves of wearing something, using some sort of physical reminder of our loved ones. There's a, a story I read of uh, Henry uh, Ingersoll Bowditch, who at the, his son Nathaniel died in the Civil War, and he took one of the buttons from his son's uniform uh, and he made it into a watch, and he wore the watch every day until he died as a memoriam to his son. And we do this today. My wife wears the diamond that my grandfather used to propose to my grandmother, that I used to propose to her. I have my other grandfather's flag that he was presented at his funeral, we were presented at his funeral for his service. We use physical reminders today. And in Judaism, we also use physical reminders often 
a chuppah might have some significance. It's, it's the talis of a loved one who's passed or a kiddush cup that's passed down and passed on and passed on. All of the different things that we use in the sanctuary have a story to them, and we use them as a way of memorializing. But when we come to Yisker, the rabbis in the Talmud have set us up with some of our language that they say, you know, the, the, the physicality of a person passes on and necessarily goes away. And that's why we say, right? that their souls will be bound in the bond of life. Because when we come to Yisker, what, what do we do? We sanctify in many ways the lives of the people who've come before us. We sanctify the memories. And we read in the Torah reading, just about a chapter after what we read today, God calls everyone together and says, Atem nitzavim kulchem hayom. You are all standing here this day, all of you, not just the people who are here, but the people in the generations to come, etc., etc. And the rabbis note that the word that's used there, Atem nitzavim, you stand here today, is a somewhat odd word for standing. You could have said Atem omdim. Omeid, right? La'amod, you, you stand here today. But nitzav has a cognate in Hebrew that we use that I think is important because what do we call a gravestone in Hebrew? Matzeva, something that stands as a monument. When God calls to all of us in the Torah and says, Atem nitzavim, you all stand here today, we are the monuments to those who have come before us. We stand as them. And so the caretaking that we do on our day of memorial here in Yisker, unlike the memorial days of gone past, we care for the legacy and the memory of those that we recall by making ourselves into their monuments, living according to their values, their lives. That is how we show our memory and care for them. And it's not unique only to our tradition. Of course, no less a man than Abraham Lincoln wrote 160 years ago at a cemetery not so far from here, 130 miles west, I believe. He wrote when he dedicated the cemetery in Gettysburg, but in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men living and dead who struggled here have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here but it can never forget what they did. It is for us, the living, rather, to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they who fought have thus far so nobly advanced. We cannot hallow the ground. We cannot immortalize someone through physical things alone. We can hallow a person through our actions. We can do as we say in Yisker and hold the memories of our departed close and let those memories guide us into the examples set by those who've gone before us. Today we care not for the monuments made of stone and stuff, but monuments made of flesh and blood. The monuments made of values and beliefs of, that our loved ones left behind. We tend to those monuments today. We live our lives to memorialize those we love who are no longer with us. Through our actions and our memory, we ensure that the souls of the dead will be bound up in the bond of life as they are bound in the bond of our lives. So in this moment right now, as we turn to Yisker, we care for the memories of our loved ones, tend to them, we tend to what they left behind, their beliefs, their love, their thoughts. 
their connection to us. And we ensure that they are bound in the bond of life and that we, the living, consecrate not just their remains, but their lives and lessons and the work they left unfinished. Take a moment as you recall what they did and what they stood for and how we can stand as their monuments today. If you're able, I invite you to please rise and take a few moments to read from the appropriate passages of Yaskor on page 335. 